Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Simon and Ross podcast. Joined as always by my friend and colleague across the Pennines, Simon Parker. Hello from across the Pennines! And this time, joined by another friend, and not colleague, but friend all the same, Mr. Graham... Uh, Graham. (laughs) (laughs) What a lovely intro. (laughs) (laughs) So slick, Ross. (laughs) <laughs> that that was the moment of, that, that was yeah. the moment of the news at 10 where the autocue broke down yeah. and he had no idea what to say experienced professional <laughs> okay so uh, hopefully the, these will be a fairly common thing um so i hope you enjoy this and we'll see you at the other end of it thanks So, Graham. Hello. Hello. Um, you've been invited to talk about your top five movies. Top five movies, yeah. Yeah. No. But before we, get, before we get on to that, we need you to introduce yourself a little bit. So, um, I've got a new feature. Uh, it's got its own jingle, and I need you to answer these questions, okay? Six questions. Oh, Jesus. All right, you ready? Yeah, go for it. Who are you? Where are you? Why are you? When are you? How are you? What is you? Who are you? Who are you? Where are you? Why are you? When are you? How are you? What is you? What is you? Who are you? Where are you? Why are you? When are you? How are you? What is you? I said, what is you? Who are you? Where are you? Why are you? When are you? How are you? What is you? I said, what is you? I think that's uh, that's furlough summed up in one jingle, isn't it? It was beautiful. <laughs> it were, it, that took me about three hours to do today. And watching it for the first time, you, with you just staring at me blankly, I was just like, oh, maybe it wasn't, <laughs> maybe it wasn't as funny as I thought it was. <laughs> so the six questions there. Can you answer them for me? Who, who are you? Yeah. Yeah, Graham. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. One point. <laughs> Can you add some effects over it just to make it more exciting? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what am I? Is that, uh, do I you have to tell no, me? No, 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 no. Oh, remember them. Who are you? What are you? Uh, yeah, so I'm a uh, mate. It's catchy, isn't it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> tell me about you. Uh, so, uh, so, so what am I? I'm, 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 your, I'm a friend of size. Yeah. I've known Cy for 25 years, probably worked together, uh, you know, we all mates together, loads of parties and stuff in the past before children came along so much. What, what was the next one? <laughs> when are you? When are you? When are you? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when, yeah, when are you? When are you? <laughs> when, when am I? Yeah. When, when, when am I what? When, when am I excited? I'm excited now. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. good. Good take. <laughs> <laughs> when are you? What are you? How are you? Yeah, very well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to this, bringing over my films, you know. What are you? What are you? Was there a when is you? When is, is you? you? <laughs> I'll read them out to you. Yeah, go on, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So who are you? You've, you've answered. I've answered that, yeah. Where are you? Yeah, I'm here. 
I mean, Excellent. Stockport. Stockport, like you are, sorry. Excellent. Stockport. Stockport. On the other uh, side of the Pennines. <laughs> why are you? Why are why am I why why am I here? Yeah, yeah, that'll do. Bit of an, bit of an yeah. existential question, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why yeah. are you? Yeah, I've no idea why I am. I'm just yeah. Correct. <laughs> a very, it's a very rigid scoring system. I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, when are you? Uh, how are you? You've answered. Yeah, when and, are you? And what is you? What is you? Yeah. Well, I, I am a, a photographer, and and and, and video editor. Correct. <laughs> who, who, doesn't, who doesn't know how to tweak his bios on his? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fine. Thank you very much for that. I can see that uh, returning. So. <laughs> So, it had very Alan Partridge vibes, I thought, that jingle. I yeah. think that's that kind of what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> Simon's so, beat bath. <laughs> Ooh. So, uh, a, few, a few months ago, we did our top five movies, and we've asked you to especially come along and give us yours. Now, in, in the spirit of, um, well, first of all, how did you find it? Pretty tricky, to be honest, because I realised that I don't really have any fans. <laughs> I don't, I don't you know, like films. Yeah, you know, no, I like films, but you know, like, I sort of watch a film, move on from it. If somebody asked me what the film was about, struggling straight away. <laughs> but then I realized, then, then, you know, something will come on or somebody will say something, oh, yeah, love that film. So it's pretty difficult to sort of pin down. So, like, You'll, if you put in my top five for this week or for this day, because like Dorman saying to me this morning, what about blah, blah, blah? And I went, oh, God, yeah, and it's going to change my list. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't really have any, you know, films that I just absolutely know. There's a few, you know, that are in the list that, you know, if, if they're on, I'll watch it. And, you know, I've always watched them. So that they, they've made it into the list, really. Okay. You, there's, there's lots lots of films that I really like, but would have watched them loads of times. You know, maybe not. Do you know what I mean? And some of them that I've looked back over for this, I thought... Yeah, it was. It was probably at the time was great, and I loved it at the time. But now it's not really aged that well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. yeah. So breakfast, a uh, uh, weekend at Bernie's is out. <laughs> <on that>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you uh, do you have like connect like for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop staring at his games in the background. So I getting... said that about half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> So, Graham, do you, um, when it comes to watching films, do you have like, because uh, I'm a sort of self-admitted soft ass when it comes to, if a film wants me to be sad and bawling, if a film wants to be wants me to be ecstatic and happy and excited, then I'm a whooping and a hollering. Do you have that sort of emotional? Yeah, I do. Film? Yeah, I am really, you know, I have no problem if there's like a, a sad film or something, I'm, I'm in tears. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I have no yeah. problem with that at all. But yeah, I think, I think that it's part of the, cause so my wife is like, she's the opposite. So like if we're watching, I don't know, let's say, um, uh, let's think, let's think of an emotional epic toy story Four, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and we were, we were watching that. And you know, if you have, if you haven't seen toy story Four, when, uh, when, when Woody and Buzz part ways as friends at the end and, uh, and I was an, an absolute emotional wreck and Fatima stops watching the film and actually just starts sort of side eyeing me waiting, <laughs> waiting to see that solitary tear find its way down into my beard. Yeah, yeah. Like Sinead O'Connor. And, yeah. uh, and, and she thinks it's absolutely ridiculous. And I always say to her, actually, you, you, you're, you're cheating yourself out of really, truly enjoying a film here. Because if you're watching a horror film, you know, I'll try and let it scare me. If I'm watching a, 
if I'm watching a sad film, I'll try, so I'll try and put my emotions into overdrive purely for the purposes of the experience. Yeah, I get that, yeah. Film, right? be like if you're watching a comedy, you don't want to be, there's nothing worse than watching a comedy and you sat with people that... That's shit. They, they That's might, shit. Yeah, yeah, or they're not even, they're not even laughing. And, you know, and you might think, well, yeah, it might be your sense of humour, but it's still mild, for anyone, that is mildly funny. So it deserves like even a little snigger or something. You don't have to break that, into laughter. Is this what you do? Do you stop the film and stand up in a room? And I, yeah. <laughs> Can I just say that was funny? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's rewatch it 13 times until you laugh. Yeah. 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 I, not, I noticed you, you mildly sniggered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that will do. Well, next time, you know. You know, I, I want laughter. You know, <laughs> yeah. just just imagine imagine you're watching the film and let let it be spontaneous. You know, don't think about it. Just if you, if you want to giggle, laugh. You know, if you yeah. if if you're a little bit upset, then cry your eyes out. Yeah, just go with it. Get, get in it. <laughs> but I also like I don't you know I don't like anyone talking. You know, I don't like anyone talking during a film. I like yeah. the light, I like the lights yeah. up in the room and all that sort of thing. Yeah, we're watching a film. We're watching a film. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, yeah, the worst I'm, thing, I'm, the worst thing at the moment that I'm finding is I'm watching a film that I really want to watch, especially with, with you know when we're doing all these and we're watching films specially for it and trying to remember stuff. And then there's a bit that you think that is amazing, and you turn around and she's looking at a phone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knife stabby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always, I always do that. I always, you know, I always sort of blame like I did before with the with the switch about you know bandwidth and all that. I always say, if you get on your phones, you know, we're not going to, the film will like, you know, buffer and stuff like that. <laughs> Put your phones down uh, and I'll just watch the film. Yeah. I've got a feeling bandwidth is quite a prominent theme. In it your is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got it, ta- I've got it tattooed on my forearm. <laughs> it's got BIOS tattooed on yeah. his ass. <laughs> I thought that was RAM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah, I, I like films. I like to get into them. And I like to, you know, whatever type of film it is, I do like to have that emotion. I think that's, for me, that is whether the film's successful or not. You know, if it's a sad film and it's not making you sad, it's, you know, it's not going to tick that box, is it? So how do you feel about, um, so like, I, I really really enjoy going to the cinema, but I think I'm a little bit sort of too sort of tightly wound for it because, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm sat in the cinema and I mean, if someone's talking through the trailers, I start getting a little bit edgy. <laughs> Yeah, and and, and, I, and I know I'm going to hate them um, before the film's even started, and and, I, and I'm almost poised, ready to to say, "Do you want to shut the fuck up and, and <laughs> get your popcorn outside?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, there's not been many times I've been at the cinema where people, have, you know, yeah, throughout the the intros and all that, but actually through the film, I've not really had much oh. interference. But especially when you you got like a multiplex, Ross goes in and out of all the other screens just to tell people to shut the fuck up. <laughs> You know, I'll never forget when I was. It was. It was one of the first cinema experiences I can remember, and we'll be able. To, we'll, we'll be able to figure out what year it was because it was the first Mummy film. Sorry, ninety-two. Uh, it must have been. Well, no, I don't think it was quite that early. Oh no, sorry, two thousand two. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I went with a friend of mine, and, and it was one of the first times we were allowed to go to the cinema, sort of on our own, and we went to see the Mummy, and there was this group of. Um, uh, what would you call them? Nobeds <laughs> um, sat uh, next to us, and uh, so I was like, me and my mate Baz were sat like sort of side by side, and there was a group next to us, and sat next to me was a girl that belonged to this group, and they were talking, and even then I was, it used to really wind me up, yeah. and um, basically I, I, I was just, I was there just trying to watch this film and just trying to ignore them talking shit, and all of a sudden I felt this like um, wet like spray. And I turned around and this girl had this big 
you know, the, the, the offensively large Pepsis. <laughs> and she'd, she'd got it in a straw and turned and, and sprayed the straw with Coke into my face. And, um, and it, to be honest, it was all the excuse I was, I need, I was looking for. And um, in my rage, I, I picked up this bucket of Coke and just dumped it over her head. <laughs> <laughs> and just pitched it over her head. And I remember she went mental and, and, uh, and all the mates were like, oh, we're kicking off. And, um, and we, we got taken out into the main foyer and um, we were all going to get kicked out. And I was saying, you know, I didn't do anything. I was just retaliating to this group. Baz is in there on his own. I said, Baz is on his own in there with Imhotep. And, um, and, uh, and, and thankfully, there was a lady who sat behind us and witnessed it all. She actually came out, spoke to the, uh, you know, steward or whatever and said, um, actually, he's... he's yeah, he's done nothing wrong here. They were baiting him, so so I got let back in, and that was that. Uh, but that's that's my one of my earliest cinematic experiences. And and he's still married to that woman, aren't you, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> still getting the coke out of her hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and Baz still lives in a little wooden house at the bottom of the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we had uh, a load of rejects trying to whittle it down to five. I, I know you've only seen four and a half films, but um, <laughs> did you, did, um, have I've, you? I've got some. Re- I've got some rejects. Okay, go which, on then. Which were rejects, you know, on, on a different day might have made it into a top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, do you want me to just read them out randomly? Yeah, go on. So yeah. I've got Shawshank Redemption. Okay, mm, one of so the only recently watched that. I believe. Yeah, first time. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I thought it was really good. That was really good. Um, it was. It, it's one of those films that does get you emotional. You're quite emotionally invested in it. At first, you think I, d- I don't care, and then eventually, yeah, yeah. Care and... Well, that's what I liked about it. you. You grow with the character, don't you? Yeah. And there's it. just something good about prison sort of films based in prison. I quite like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Escape awesome. from Alcatraz, good film. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Saw that yeah. a long time ago. That should be. That should be on my list, actually. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time uh, to change it, Graham. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've got uh, Usual Suspects. Okay. Oh, quality. Yeah. yeah. It's a little yeah. bit, it a little bit tricky with the, 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 the stain of the spacey now, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, again, <laughs> so what, what, what happens with things like that? You know, I, I look at that as a film, not, not as who's being part of the film, if you know what I mean. Same, um, same way I look at Michael is that, Jackson. Is that, <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with Michael Jackson, so we won't, get, we won't go down that. We won't go down no, that I'm one. with you. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, so so Kevin Spacey aside, then yeah, yeah you, usual suspects. I think it's a brilliant film. What has he said at the end when he says um, the the best trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he doesn't exist? Yeah, yeah. There you go. So. Yeah, that's Spacey he, all over, and, isn't it? And the other well-known quote: "He's a he's a Kaiser Shuji." Kaiser Shuji. I've got seven. Yeah. Well, number seven. The, no, the film seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A good one. Yeah. yeah. I went to the cinema to see that. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, when it starts as well, you got I think David Bowie does the the theme tune to the beginning of it. Right. Oh, that's the labyrinth you're thinking of. Oh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> when he's juggling balls in a cod piece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. But no, it's good. Really good film. That I, it was. I, I obviously at the time. 
I had no idea what was going to be in the box. So yeah. it, it was quite a good surprise at the end. Yeah. So that was nearly in my top, even though it's not, it's still on the list. Now, that was nearly in my top five. I thought mm. from the start, seven was going to be in my top five. Uh, well, no, it needs to be seven, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I've got, I've got the Pink Panther. Um, like, I like the Pink Panther series of films. The originals or the Steve Martin remakes? No, the originals. That's yeah. good. In from EastEnders. <laughs> Ross has no idea who Steve Martin is. <laughs> he's never. Sure. Heard of I do. He was in EastEnders and Spandau Ballet. Yeah, he, he thinks he's <laughs> Gary Kemp from uh, ah, no, right. Martin Kemp. Uh, apparently, he was, he was Steve Martin in um, Steve Owen. I think he was called. Yeah. So he, he, in his in his mind, he thinks that um, uh, with Martin Martin Kemp is Steve Martin. Right. <laughs> so n- neither of those are in the Pink Panther films. That I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, so like you know, like the Peter Sellers Pink Panther films. Yeah, yeah. You know, make me laugh. We were, they're, uh, not, they're not laugh all the way through. Some. So I, was, I watched a few during the week. Yeah. You know, and there's really funny, really funny bits, and then yeah. there's quite a, you know, there's a bit of sort of downtime. So yeah, they. I rewatched. Um, is it Revenge of the Pink Panther a couple of weeks ago, where uh, Thingy's got the castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we go. What gives him the laughing gas? Yeah, uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his, and his nose starts. Nose is melting and everything. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but I, I watched it when I was a kid, and I hated it because I hated the bit where he disappears and all you see is his twitching eye. Right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes through me that. And I like the bit where he goes to the uh, like the, the the posh the English the posh mansion, and he and he goes on the uh, the treadmill. But do you remember, and he, he like, he, like the parallel bars, and he does like a, <laughs> a somersault. Ends up, he, he, he goes off the side of it down the stairs, and then ends up in the living room. Yeah, so things like that. I, I love that sort of stuff. Uh, but I don't think it was. He wasn't quite there to make it into the. Uh, the <coughs> I've got Wayne's World. Right. Okay. And Wayne's World too. Both both make me laugh. Wayne's World is the film I've seen the most at the cinema. I saw it five times at the cinema. <laughs> because I, I absolutely loved it and it's one of the films i watched with this in mind and although i still find it very funny we watched it with the kids the other night but they didn't really get it that much <laughs> it, it, it wasn't quite the same as when it first came out for no no uh, but at the time it's, it's my most watched film at the cinema and what t- was the um there's a weird there's a weird statistic that I, I can't i can't quite remember it but it's to do with what was the the, the gap between bohemian rhapsody being released and then the and then wayne's world being released uh, bohemian rhapsody was released in 77 yeah and wayne's world was 92 yeah because there was like a, a giant uplift wasn't well, there? i think yeah, i think then generation. yeah i think um I can't remember which 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 um, like Warner Brothers whatever released the Queen's classic gold album just just after Wayne's World because it was yeah. a massive upsurge in yeah. you know Bohemian Rhapsody and all that so they got you on the back of that you know started getting Queen music back out there again so you know not that it ever sort of particularly faded I suppose but it really got it back out into the, yeah, it did. the mm. mainstream I think yeah it did and Tia Carrera is one of the most beautiful women yes. in the whole world yeah. All the way through when it was on, Dawn was saying to the kids, "Oh yeah, your dad likes her." Like, uh, <laughs> you're there having to co- <laughs> you're having to cover up your little poncho. It's a weird thing that I'd like to kiss her. 
I think I remember my, our mum used to do that with, when, when we were watching stuff. Well, I'd try and hide an erection with a jumper. And she would go, <laughs> and she would go oh, your, your dad likes her, your dad likes her. It's quite a strange thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dad I'm going force you to admit it. <laughs> I do, I do, I do like her, yeah, I do like her. She's definitely in the top three, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the film's the film's the reject list, but she's in there. <laughs> so my next oh. one, I almost made it, was uh, This Is Final Tap. Right, okay. Yeah. Not, we've never really talked about that, have we, Ross? It's, no, we haven't, no. I think we've stayed away from it, but no, it is. But I have reenacted it countless times. I've been playing <laughs> <laughs> and, I've been, and I've been playing around with the settings on my amp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've done that you just, need, you just need that extra one. Yeah. <laughs> this one goes up to 11. <laughs> I, I, I always do it when I'm making a sandwich or I get a sandwich. It doesn't, doesn't fold over. Just doesn't fall down. Look, look yeah. at that. <laughs> oh, dear. There's a bit in it, my, my favourite bit, and I, I've tried to learn it on the piano, is the bit where he's chatting to the guy and he's just playing like nice classical piece of music on the piano. Yeah. And there's like this big sort of piece about it and he's saying how his inspiration is uh, Mozart and Bach. It's a bit of a Mark piece. <laughs> and then, and it's, it's, it's this beautiful piece of music and the guy says to him, that is lovely, what's it called? He goes, yeah, this one's called Lick My Love Pump. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. So my, my dad can play the piano a bit. And so I printed, I printed out the music, but I had to cut off because it had the title, Lick My Love Pump, you know, as a piece of music. So my dad I was like, Dad, can you teach me to play this? <laughs> it's nice. What's it called? So I can't, I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this is Final Tap, you know, nearly made it. Uh, right, so we're getting down to, uh, I've got Jewel. Ah, right, okay. Jewel, yeah. Yeah, Steve, uh, we, we talked about that last week. 1971, I think. Steven Spielberg's first film, wasn't it? I think it was his, might be his second, I'm not sure. Oh, I think it's first. Was it, was his first sort of feature length, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Oh, it's it, amazing. It was originally for TV, wasn't it? And then yeah. they filmed another 15 minutes, I think, to make it, uh, yeah. you know, feature film length. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so it, simple. Yeah. Uh, and I watched it when I was younger, you know, like as a kid or whatever, and I remember being a bit, you know, it's, it gets you on the edge of your seat. But yeah. I actually watched it again the other night and still... Still the same. I still really enjoyed it, yeah. Well, it's, no, me, and Ross, yeah. me and Ross were talking about it in the Halloween one because um, I don't know why we were talking about it, but um, nothing much happens, does it, really? No, I mean, the storyline is, you know, a guy overtakes a lorry and it follows yeah. him. You know, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. it? <laughs> uh, but it's just the way it's filmed and everything. Yeah. It just it turns this, you know... You never see the driver. No. You know, the lorry becomes this really menacing, menacing thing. And it's just, yeah, it's a great film. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, it's not particularly exciting a film. So that's why it's not in my top five. No. I don't think I've seen Jewel, you know. No, you haven't. I don't think I've seen it. It's one of the, I'm going to make you watch it for our specials. Yeah, it's good. That'll be a good one, that one. I highly recommend it, yeah. But it's not where they're like. You pitched it perfectly. Fuck all yeah. happens. Yeah. No, yeah. He, he's not in the truck, he's in the car. It's the yeah. truck that's chasing him. Yeah, it's good. It is very good. It's a really simple idea, concept, but just the way it's filmed and that just makes makes it like a menacing thing. Mm. No, good. But it's not one of them films that you'd like Friday night watch we watch, I'll tell you, like Chuck on Jewel. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you've got Toy Story in one hand and Jewel in the other. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you Thea just... Carrera Kare- Kare- in one hand. Oh, you know, yeah. Jewel oh, in the other. That'd be my dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So my, my sixth one is is the Lord of the Rings series. Okay. Films, okay. Which yeah. I love, you know, I, I do, you know, and, and the kids as well love Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, all of them. Uh, I couldn't pick out which one was my favourite. Uh, so yeah. They do into one after a bit, don't they? They do a bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I lo- love them all. Um, but, I think um, Lord of the Rings was the one that I went to. The, that's the film I went to the cinema to see the most. I think I, I watched the first Lord of the Rings uh, I think it was like four or five times. I've, right. all, I've very rarely been gone back twice. Um, I've, I've done it with a couple of films, but um, yeah, Lord of the Rings was one that I, I pretty much went with each individual friend and escorted them forcefully to the cinema, whether they wanted to watch it or not. Yeah. yeah. You, got, you, went to, you went to have a pizza with your nan first and then you went to see him, didn't you? Oh, I heard that on your podcast. Yeah. That was our routine. Was we, used to, we used to go up, you could get like a deal um, I mean, I don't know if it was a Barra, a Barra and Finesse specific deal or if it was, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you basically used to get the tickets that, that, that got you a, a meal at Pizza Hut and then, uh, and then tickets to go and see a certain film. So we did it with um, most of the Harry Potter films and all of the Lord of the Rings ones. But it was, it was a totally unique experience for me back then because I hadn't actually read the books when I first saw the films. Right, um, and it was it was after it, I, I don't think I'd actually read the books until after all three films had been released, and then I read. It, um, so I, I I don't actually read that much, but do you do you find by seeing the film first it helps you to build the build the, how the characters look, or do you wish you didn't know? Works the so character... much better the other way around. Yeah, yeah. So you've got the idea of what the character <laughs> is. Yeah, so much better the other way around. If you, yeah. I, mean, I think the only thing that that was best in reverse order so watching it first then reading it was was game of thrones right um, but i think that's purely because of how many characters and yeah, how yeah. obscure some of the names were that actually reading it because because i know yeah. I, I, I think my mum actually started reading the books before she started watching the series and she, she really struggled so she's like i can't bloody remember half of the characters and who's who but having yeah. watched the film and you hear the name lannister like immediately you, yeah. get, you know what family they're part of and where they fall in the narrative and it was way easier but I think usually it's it's better to. Um, but yeah. if you read the book, if you read the books first, then watch the film. I'd say nine times out of ten, the film is shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I read the Hobbit before I saw the Hobbit films. Uh, Only six pages. That's why, isn't it? That's yeah. I go for the simple <laughs> ones for me. Yeah, um, and yeah, and, and it, I, I I love doing. You know, that's that's one of the you know probably one of the only ones that I've done it that way around really, and uh, having the picture in my mind and then seeing the film, you know, it worked, worked well. I think because you also. I, I, you realise that what they've left, you know, oh, I wish they'd put that bit in. Yeah, you know, you know, that's the worst bit. You with stuff that, you know, you, only, only little subplots, I think, I wish they'd elaborated a bit more on that. They just yeah. completely left out, even well, though it's a three-film three, three yeah. film job, they've left out, you know, certain bits. The, the only thing I wish that I'd have watched the films first um, was Harry Potter. I'd read the Harry Potter books before the films came out. And the only reason why I wished I'd seen the film first is because I was convinced that she was called Hermione. <laughs> and uh, and uh, 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 <laughs> when I went to, went to see the film, I thought, "Who's Hermione?" You just walk out at that point. <laughs> <laughs> They've changed it. Yeah. They've changed eight, it. They made it crap. <laughs> eight bucks worth. I'm off. <laughs> I think. I think. My, I, th- I thought that with um, with Aragorn in Lord of the Rings because I thought he was called Strider. Right, well, yeah, he, yeah. What he yeah, was. That, yeah. That's what he's known as in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Strider. Yeah. And then that's Sam saying it, not him. But uh, yeah, and then when, when I uh, when I went to read the books, I was like, "Who the bloody hell's Aragon?" Yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was the same with Bilbo. 
That really wound me up. <laughs> oh, you, you, you fancy going to Spain to Bilbao? Yeah. Right, so I'm just going to throw in one more film now that I thought okay. um, before my top five, which is 1917, which obviously is a, a very new film. Yeah. Uh, and like you were saying before, Ross, about, you know, how you react to films and things like that. That's the, that's the first film ever that I've, when I stood up to leave the cinema with Dor, I, I couldn't really speak for, you know, a couple of minutes. I was like, you know, that was just, that was amazing, you know, yeah. to watch that. Uh, you know, normally, like, cause often films sort of finish on a, they might have sad bits in it, but they often finish on a bit of a high, don't they? Yeah. Whereas that, you just sort of left and I was like, wow, that was just incredible. Plus, obviously, yeah. I knew it was filmed pretty much in, not one take, but one continuous sort of, yeah. you know, camera movement, which in itself was, when you think about how that's done, is just incredible. Yeah. Um, no. But yeah, so a brilliant film. But again, it's not a film you'd probably throw in on a Friday night and go, yeah, let's watch 1917 again. Oh, no, I, I would. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and, and, and again, I don't think it's a film I particularly might want to watch on a smaller screen. I think it's one of them screen, one of them films you've got to see on a big screen. And that's the thing with the, with the Lord of the Rings films as well. That, that's a cinema yeah. movie yeah, as well, definitely. really, that, 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 that series. So some of them aren't quite as impactful or, 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 or lack something extra if you're watching them at home on your... 20 inch black and white TV. That's, that sounds like an excuse to buy an 80 inch screen now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it, yeah. Don, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting the full, <laughs> full experience here. I yeah. want to watch Lord of the Rings as intended. That's fine. So is that last, last reject? That's last reject, yeah. It's probably, probably hundreds more, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Right, so should we go into Graham's oh, top five? Yeah. You're going to some, you're gonna give us some clues so we can try and guess it. Graham's top five. Well, I don't, clues are difficult to come by. Um, <laughs> so you, you, some of these you... You're Graham, probably... Graham have, you, have you heard of the internet? Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Have you got have you, Providing you've got enough bandwidth. Yeah. <laughs> bear with, bear with. Right, so the first one, my number five. So these, these are obviously in order of, you know, building up to my favourite film. Yeah. Right, number five. I, I, there's a certain genre of film that I like. Well, there's a few different genres, but one of them is like the, the whodunit type, you know. Right. Film. Yeah, so there's a clue there. It's a whodunit, you know, murder mystery type thing. So it's, but it's one of the earlier ones. It's uh, from the 1960s. And it's, uh, I mean, how many sort of clues do you want? You're not going to get it anyway. Keep going, keep going, keep going. So, so 1961 film written by uh, Agatha Christie. Um, Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, no. Death on the oh, Nile. I, no, they're, they're, these are 70s films you're talking about there. But they, <laughs> I do, I do really, you know, I could do a show on, you know, murder mystery. If it, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> it's not double, it, double indemnity, is it? So it's... Uh, That's it's, a porn film you watch, isn't it? <laughs> basically, it's uh, with it. Margaret Rutherford is the uh, the main actress. So Miss Miss Marple. So Miss Marple, yeah. The mirror cracked. No, no. Oh, um, um, oh, a pocket full of rye. Uh, oh no. No. Uh, pocket full of rye. No. No. If you get it, I'll be well impressed. Because you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't know it. I've seen it. It's black and white. Margaret Rutherford's the kind of 
cuddly old Miss Marple, isn't she? She is, yeah. She's, you know, she's sort of quite, you know... Looks like Alma Fudd. Yeah. She's, yeah. Quite, <laughs> she's quite comical. She doesn't yeah. play it really how Miss Marple was written by Agatha Christie. She's like very boisterous and gets yeah. stuck in and all that sort of stuff. Is this something like Bird, Bird in the Hand or something? No. Ah. She, she made, I think she made four different yeah. ones. So, and this is my favourite of the four. Although they're all quite good. It's called uh, Murder, Murder, She Said. I, uh, is it Murder, She Said? Well done, Si. It yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah. So I do, I, I do the editing. Based on, like the, it's based on something like the eight, I think, 850 from Paddington or something or whatever. Right, it's, okay. The Agatha Christie novel's called. And uh, yeah, I just, you know, she's just comical in the way she plays it. She gets stuck in. You know, she gets a job, you know, she sees a murder on a train, somebody being strangled, uh, and she knows roughly on whereabouts on the train line it happens. So she then goes back to the train line with it, with her, with her old friend, Mr. Stringer, <laughs> and it works out that the train line is, is, is at the side of this big, um, like country house. Right. So he thinks that, you know, the body might be in there. So she gets a job basically as like the nanny at the country house and then does a bit of investigating. And right. it's just, it, she's, which is quite comical, comical in the way she plays a part. So, so, so I, like a, I like a good who's done it. So, um, so is, is she your favourite Miss Marple? Or? She is. She, she is. is. Yeah, what about, what, uh, was it Joan, Joan Hickson? Joan Hickson played in the 80s, yeah. I like, yeah. She was always a little bit scarier though, wasn't she? She was a lot more serious. She's serious, yeah. But that, I think yeah. that's probably more as that, yeah. Agatha Christie wrote the, wrote the role. Right, okay. Whereas Margaret Rutherford was, you know, just took it. Apparently Agatha Christie didn't like the way she played it. She didn't like the film she made. Right. Because uh, that wasn't really how she, how she wrote the part. But, you know, I, I quite like them quite a little bit, a little bit funny. You're not, not going to laugh out loud. But, you know, it is oh, Miss Marple at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, it was a mild snigger. Yeah. Well, actually, in Murder, She Said, uh, Joan Hickson is actually in it as a maid in the house. Oh. And like you said, later, later she went on to play Miss Marple herself. Oh, it's as if she knew, wasn't it? Who'd have known that, eh? <laughs> oh, I got rid of for Bollywood. Oh, right, okay. Well, it, it, it is... So have you watched all of those then? I have. Right, okay. And that's the favourite one? Yeah, I think there's one called Murder Ahoy, which is there's a murder on like a... A boat? Uh, on a boat, yeah. But, on, hey. a, on a naval <laughs> boat. So she again, she gets a... Uh, she dons a, a navy outfit and gets gets on board the boat and finds out who the murderer is. And in each of them, she always ne- she nearly gets killed. You know, she nearly, she always gets attacked, but you know she doesn't get killed. You know, it's Miss Marple. Yeah, it's the main character in it. Probably not. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. It would be another three films. I would have. <laughs> Interesting. I genuinely would not have expected that. No, Maybe not five at all. So, how do you feel about like? Um, do you like sort of John Le Carre? Type stuff. Never heard of him. Her, him. So, so you ever heard of Smiley's Smiley's people? George no. Smiley. No. Um. What about uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy? Yes, I heard of that. So that's that's a really good. I mean, it's like it's not in this. It's it's a who done it um, fused with like espionage, but it's so so Tom Hooper um, directed the the recent Tinker Tailor. So I say recent is about ten years ago now. I think right. But he did Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, and uh, Gary Oldman played um, George Smiley. And, and John Le Carre wrote the book originally and then released a series of um, novellas called Smiley's People. And George Smiley was an ex um, sort of MI6, like circus, um, did like um, spy for the British government. And um, <clears throat> there's like bigger stories <clears throat> about the work that he did before he retired. And then Smiley's People was a series of whodunit books where you've got this 
sort of English mastermind who is now taking on small cases in like towns and villages. And uh, it's, like, okay. Then it's really good, like murder mystery type stuff. But the main oh, character right. is a guy who used to be a secret agent. And it's called oh, Smiley's People. I will, I'll hunt them out, definitely, yeah. And then in the original, there was the BBC series, I think it was in the 1960s, or 60s, and, and Alec Guinness played right. George Smiley. Yes. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like that type of thing, then I guarantee pre, you... Pre-lightsaber. Like pre yeah, pre-lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll look those out, yeah, because I do like a bit of a whodunit. Yeah. But like Maybe. you said, the, the, the ones you mentioned, like Death on the Nile and... Uh, Moodle and the Orient Express. Yeah, they're brilliant. Uh, I remember I used to love the... Evil, Pe- Evil Under the Sun, Peter Eastinoff, yeah. Peter Eastinoff, used to love his. Yeah. When I used to watch them, yeah. Yeah, so they, they were they were close. I just went for the Miss Marple because, again, I'm quite nostalgic. I remember watching them as a, as a kid. Yeah. You know, so it sort of t- you, when you watch films, and things, it takes you back to a certain time. So I, I picked the older ones because, you know, I think my, you know, my grandma used to watch the Margaret Rutherford ones and she used to laugh yeah. at them. So, it, you know, it reminds you of that time as well, doesn't it? But yeah, I love the piece. Peter Ustinov, I think, is he's brilliant at the uh, Hercule Poirot. They, they did always just used to play him on Sunday afternoon, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, we'd, we'd uh, you know, just as you're waiting for your for your tea, you, you'd um, yeah. So Sunday uh, morning now, I still I have a, I always have a Columbo morning, you know. <laughs> oh yes. Get my get my coffee out and watch a Columbo. <laughs> There's my uh, one of the guys I work with. Is, like, he's also, I think subconsciously is. He didn't really, he columbos me every single day when he, he'll he got to walk away and he'll go, oh, there was just one other thing. <laughs> yeah, every bloody time, is yeah. it's pitch, pitch perfect to columbo. Yeah. <laughs> Francesco went to the cinema to see uh, King Kong. It was it was the, the latest one, and you know it's it's not a film we'd ever be that bothered about to watch, really. But you know, going into the cinema and seeing it in IMAX and 3D is probably the best way to. It's the perfect kind of film to yeah yeah you know to get the full effect. So, anyways, we went there, and and Francesco was a bit, <laughs> he used he used to his preparation for the cinema was something to behold, and um, I got I got back from work and he was cooking. So what? <laughs> I said, uh, I said, you haven't got time for that. We've got to go to the cinema. He said, no, 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 this is for the cinema. This is for the cinema. <laughs> and it, it, it made his own hot dog <laughs> to, take to, the, to take to the cinema. <laughs> but it was, like, it was about this big. <laughs> and he'd made this hot dog. And, he, <laughs> and uh, how are you going to smuggle that in? <laughs> Down my pants. <laughs> yeah. I'd say the fried onions in a little wallet. But... Um, <laughs> But yeah, we were we were we was I was sat watching it and it was like you know the effects were great and I was like this is this is quite fun actually and um, I turned to look at Francesco and 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 how he looked was pretty much the the perfect advertisement for the for the effects of IMAX because he's this Italian guy and sort of side profile and he's got his glasses on. He's got a big thing of cork in one hand. He's got this giant hot dog in the other, and he's just like that. <laughs> I was like, they need to just cut you out like a cardboard cutout and use you as an advertisement for, for the experience of IMAX. He looked absolutely yeah. blown away. This hot dog was dripping. Yeah. <laughs> IMAX is brilliant, isn't it? I saw, I saw all the Lord of the Rings at IMAX uh, in ta- Printworks. That's the sort of film you got to see there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, that was uh, the first episode of a special uh, with our friend uh, Gray Mella. And um, you'll find the second part of it next week. Uh, it was good fun, wasn't it, Ross? Quite nice to have a third party on the podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I know he was uh, quite nervous about doing it, so uh, I thought he carried himself uh, carried himself off. That's not the right expression, is it? I thought he tugged himself off quite, quite nicely. <laughs> tugged himself off really nicely. Um, it, so, also yeah. helped, it also helped that it'd be hosted by a couple of two complete idiots. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that, that's always been our uh, main USP, hasn't that, it? <laughs> it is worth noting that we are um, going to continue the theme of having guests on. Yep. Um, not because we're struggling to come up with material, just because we think it's a good idea. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. So if it's something that you want to take part in, you know, don't be uh, worried or scared or nervous. It's essentially like pub chat, isn't it, really? Yeah, we'll, we'll be so, gentle with you, don't worry. Yeah. So, so uh, R- you... R- Ross will only get really annoyed about one or two of your choices, tops. <laughs> and, and, and I can be swayed, as we found out with the. Um... That's in next week's episode, so uh, keep oh, strong, as, Gre- uh, and, as, right, as uh, you will find out in the future. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> nice save. Um, so please follow us on Twitter, S and R Podcasts Undercarriage. <laughs> and our perennium podcast <laughs> that's the one uh, and also the patreon uh, program uh, which is uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash simon and ross podcast uh, oh and speaking of which we need to say hello to uh, to one of our um, pa- patreon donators don't we ross we do indeed um it's fatima who um you know do you know her do you know her ross I think she's your wife. All oh, right, that's the one. So yeah, our first and currently only <laughs> Patreon member. Uh, thank you very much, Fatima. There's your shout out. There's your shout out. Don't, don't cancel your subscription just because we've done it. <laughs> and what do you get, Simon, by becoming a patron? Well, uh, you will uh, get uh, extra exclusive episodes, which we haven't recorded yet, but we're in the process of sorting that. And eventually, with some of the tears, you'll get a Simon and Ross mug. And also a sticker. Yes, a sticker. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, when you get the sticker, you could stick that on a mug, and then you've got two. Stick it on the mug. Stick it on two mugs. Yeah, you've got two Simon and Ross mugs. Because because the designs of the mugs are so shit, you need to buy a sticker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, no, yes thank you very much it's, it's high quality um... merchandise <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening and we will see you next week thank you bye bye, bye.